Welcome to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. My name is Kelsey, and I am so excited that you are here. This podcast is your welcome into the world of woo, spirituality met with mental health, met with emotional balance, all while keeping it casual. My intention for this podcast is to help shift perspectives, to provide an opportunity for you to change the way in which you view, live, and experience your life. Over the past couple years, I've immersed myself in the profound realm of healing work. My journey has been a quest for real, tangible tools that actually work, leading to transformative breakthroughs and a profound sense of freedom. Now, I'm beyond excited to share the wealth of knowledge and practical wisdom that I've gathered with you. This podcast is real, it's raw, it's authentic. I'm sharing my truths, my experiences, my perspectives, and by being open and honest, I intend to create a space where you no longer feel alone because you are so loved, you are so connected, and so worthy of living the life of your dreams. Your healing journey is as unique as you are, and I'm honored to be included in it in whatever capacity you'll have me. Thank you for joining. I'm so excited for this episode. So let's go ahead and get started. Hello, welcome back to Breakthrough in Bloom podcast here. You may have noticed that I have a new intro on the episode and that's not the only change that I've made. So I took the time to finally take out my camera, hook it up to my computer and record a video as well as the audio for the podcast for my YouTube channel. So if you've listened on YouTube before, you might have noticed that it was just the audio with like a picture of the podcast. Uh my God, what is it? The podcast image, the picture, (laughs) whatever it is. I don't know what it's called. But now I decided, you know what? It's time to get in front of the camera. It's time to take it out and take the time to edit the video so that we can have more like real in-depth conversations together, right? Because now you could see me. It's like we're actually sitting and talking together. And don't worry if you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, which most of you do, the audio is still going to be the same here and you can listen to your heart's content. But if you do want to feel like, oh, you know what, we're kind of hanging out and you're not driving, obviously, feel free to go to YouTube, Breakthrough and Bloom. Now there's going to be my face. (laughs) on the podcast so it's like we're hanging out we're doing it I'm taking this shit seriously now okay I'm not not hiding so you can see me in all of my flaws my pimples and everything else going on (laughs) in my life because uh when I record most of the time I'm in my sweatpants and things of that nature a sweatshirt as you can see today and uh I'm not going to change and pretend I'm something different than I am so if you see me looking like a hot mess it's just It is what it is, okay? (laughs) Today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I've had actually a conversation with someone about this last week, and then it came up on Instagram where, like, someone had commented on someone else's post about it, and I was like, you know what? That's twice in a week. I'm not going to ignore the universe. This is clearly something for me to talk about because it's something that I have experience with and that... 
I can share. I can share knowledge on. So the topic, well, first, let me talk about what the Instagram post was, and then we'll get into the topic. So this Instagram post, it was essentially someone saying, you need to feel to heal. And this is something that I say all the time as well, that like you do have to feel your emotions in order to release them and move through them. There's a difference between like feeling them and observing them and learning from them and then feeling them and like getting sucked into them and like experiencing it again. You know, there's there's a difference there. I'm not talking about like experiencing and making your life miserable because you're feeling it, but more of like, okay, this exists within me and I don't want it there anymore. And the only way to get rid of it is to acknowledge that it's there get it out, feel what it feels like to get it out, right? Face the truth, it'll set you free. So someone had commented on this post saying, I want to know my pain, but I can't remember it. I don't know why I am the way I am because I think I've repressed my childhood. I feel like my life was great, but I feel like I'm missing something. And when I saw this post, because all the other comments on it were like, so spot on, love this post, good stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it is, it is. The The post was great. And then I saw this one and I was like, oh, this is what I'm here for, right? <laughs> so, you know, this comment was basically like, I want to feel my pain, but I don't, it doesn't exist for me, right? It's blocked. It's gone. It, it's not there. What does this mean for me? Does Is something wrong with me, right? And before I go into my reply to this comment, I want to talk briefly about dissociation and amnesia and what it means and what it feels like and why we do it. And obviously my experience, because I'm talking about something that I know, that I've experienced, that I've lived, how I learned what it was, like my experience. So for anyone who does not know... Uh, dissociation and dissociative amnesia are basically when your mind decides that your life is essentially just too painful uh, to experience. I, I don't know how else to word it besides that, but you basically are no longer like living. You're no longer in charge. You're kind of floating by, floating through. So let me share a little bit about how I learned that uh, I ha was dealing with dissociation and dissociative amnesia, and maybe it'll make a little bit more sense. And, you know, maybe you can see if it's happening to you. <laughs> so back in high school, <clears throat> this is the years where uh, I was struggling a lot. This was probably my hardest years of my life was high school. And um, I remember one day I was with Kristen, good old Kristen. She's always popping into these podcasts. I can't wait to like have her on here as a guest one day. We'll see. Um, but I was with Kristen and we were in her car and we were driving and I know exactly where we were. Of course, like I remember this, right? We were in Holyoke, right by Holyoke High School at like the light where you're going towards it. Probably most of you have no idea what I'm talking about, but the light where you're going towards the highway instead of, and like the schools behind you on the right. Anyways, we were sitting at that light and a Rihanna song played. And I remember saying to her, I was like, wow, this is such a good song. I haven't heard it in so long. And she looks at me dead in my face and she's like, we just heard this song like three minutes ago. And I had the thought of like, oh, this is bad. Because like prior to this, I was like, oh, my memory is like not so good. I'm having like a really hard time remembering things and things are slipping my mind. And I just like can't remember what I ate yesterday or what I wore yesterday or anything like that. 
And that that was the moment where I was like, okay, this is this is a fucking problem. <laughs> I can't remember three minutes ago. Like, not good, right? So then I, I went to the doctors and I was like, I'm having issues with my memories. And then they sent me to a specialist to get a psychological evaluation done. Um, so I got the test done. And after it was done, they told me that I was um, suffering from dissociative amnesia. And I skipped a little too far ahead there. Sorry. So when I was doing the test, they asked me what it was like to live life. And I remember it being like I was watching a reality TV show. Like it felt as if I was like sitting on my couch and I was watching the TV show and like seeing everything happening around. Right. But like it didn't feel like it was my life. I didn't feel like I was connected to it. I, it felt interesting and there was drama. Right. And all of the things going around and I was having the reactions, but it didn't feel like me. It felt like I was watching it unfold in front of me. I felt like I was watching TV. That's what it felt like to live my life. Like I didn't have a say in what was going on. Right. Like the TV shows already aired. It's on the sh TV. It doesn't matter what I think. It's going to go how it's going. And that's how it felt for me. And that was what really pointed to the, the doctor that I was dissociating because I was not living my life. I was not in my body. I was not experiencing the reality around me. I was just letting it happen and I was observing. And it's interesting. I'm reading this book now um, by Sarah J. Moss, one of the ones in, um, oh my God, I don't even know the series. I'm like obsessed with her and I can't even remember what. Um, they're all downstairs, so it doesn't help. It's not A Court of Thorns and Roses. It's the other one. It's not the Crescent Moon one. It's the other one, whatever one it is. Anyways, in the book, there's a character where, like, this demon goes into the body and then the human who's in it is, like, struggling, right? And, like, can see everything but has no say in what's going on, right? And I'm not saying that's what happened to me. <laughs> it's just interesting that I'm reading this book right now and then this comes up because it it did feel like I had no say. Like it was just happening and I was along for the ride, right? Like I didn't feel like anyone else was in charge. I felt like no one was in charge. <laughs> just felt like the world was just happening and I was there for the ride. Um, so for me, that's what dissociation felt like. Like I was very much so just out of the body. I wasn't, I wasn't fully experiencing anything. I wasn't taking things in. I was just kind of living and, and going through the motions. And I was also not forming memories. So I was out of the body and then not forming any memories either. And it was all as a protection mechanism for the the pain I was going through, the trauma that I was experiencing. And you might be like, why would our bodies do this? Well, our minds want to protect us, right? Our, our minds are built to keep us safe. And my mind had decided that experiencing life, feeling the emotions fully, like being present was too fucking painful. So my mind decided we're not going to experience it and we're not going to remember it. And this is going to keep us safe. So this is how I learned what dissociation was in the first place, what amnesia really felt like. Um, and that I learned it's like a protection mechanism of the brain to keep us safe from not experiencing more pain, more trauma, more hurt. Right. And because of my experience with 
dissociative amnesia, I was like, you know what? I'm going to reply to this lovely gentleman on this Instagram post and not to be like, oh, this is what you need to do, but more of like, because it sounded like he's like, I don't know what to do, right? And I don't know anyone else who also feels this. And that's why people post things like that, right? Like when they see someone saying like, here's what you have to do. And they're like, well, I can't do it. What do you, what do I do? I love those because I'm like, hey, let me help you out, especially when it's something I've experienced. So I said, as someone who struggled with dissociative amnesia, I get it. I had a good childhood too. And then my teen years is when it went to shit and I lost a lot of memories. What really helped me was instead of trying to remember the past, I focused on what bothered me in the present moment. I felt into those feelings. And oddly enough, my brain started popping in random ass memories connected to what I was feeling now. If you focus on something you can't see or feel, it's gonna seem impossible. Everything you feel now is connected to something within you the parts of you that you want to learn from. I hope it helps to know you're not alone and it does get better. It's just the way we heal when we can't remember might look different than the quote-unquote norm. So that was my reply. And there was actually more people who liked the reply that I gave and the person like commented back and was like, thank you so much. You're like, yes, the point of me commenting back was for them to know they're not alone and that nothing's fucking wrong with them if they can't remember and that you can still heal. It's just going to look different than the average person who says, all you have to do is remember and feel. And it's like, I can't do the first step. So how the fuck am I supposed to like feel it in and heal it? So I guess I can talk a little bit more about that, right? Like, you you don't have to like have a full-blown experience like I did, right? Where you literally cannot remember a decade of your life. You don't have to have like full-blown dissociation or full-blown amnesia like I did to experience this sort of protection of the mind. So even if you haven't had extremely traumatic experiences, which I'm, I will talk about actually after, I want to finish this thought first, but like... You don't have to have the full blown thing to be like, I feel so disconnected from my body. So like, maybe you're like, okay, well, like, I don't feel like I'm watching my life as a TV show, but that's an interesting thing, right? But I do have memory issues. That's great. There's levels to it. Like, it's not like all or nothing. You don't have to have gone full blown dissociation like I did, or full blown not remembering a single fucking thing like I did. There can be little pockets of this happening in your life. And remember, it's just a protection of the mind. It's something all of us have within us. Like our brains are basically the same. They function the same, right? That's why we can learn about them. And one surgery we do on one person can help a surgery on another, right? And our brains all have this mechanism to basically like shut off memories if it's too painful. And you don't have to have like super dramatic things happen for your mind to do this. So. My sister, for example, has blanks in her childhood as well. And it makes her upset, rightfully so. She wants to remember these things. But like when people ask like, what's your favorite childhood memory? Or like the favorite thing you did as a kid, it's it's blank for her. She doesn't have anything. She's blocked those out. And, you know, we're fortunate in my life that my family, we haven't had any like major traumas that are like, oh my God, like that's so insane, right? But here's two of us who have blocked out 
right? And I, you know, I, I do want to talk about that. I think that's an issue too of like comparing like traumas to others, right? Like you can be like, I had a seemingly normal childhood. Like, why would I, okay, why would I, why would my brain protect itself from this? What was so painful that it didn't want to like create more memories or like has blocked it out since I've gotten older? Cause I'm making memories now, but I can't remember back then. So like, I'm fine now, but that period in my life, I can't remember. Like, and nothing like really bad happened. I don't remember anything really bad happening, right? And this is why I'm saying like, don't compare your trauma to other people because not all trauma is physical. There can be emotional and mental trauma and it doesn't have to be like someone being mentally abusive or emotionally abusive. It can also come from a lack of needs being met because as someone who is younger and is growing and is trying to understand the world around them, not getting emotional needs met or psychological needs met is traumatizing because you're not understanding, you're not growing, you're not like embracing that part of human nature. And most of the time we tell ourselves it's because we're not worthy or we're not good enough or something is wrong with us, right? And those thoughts are traumatic to the human psyche because it's disconnecting you from everyone around you. It's going against the nature of being human. Like having emotionally unavailable parents, even if they are home, but they are emotionally unavailable. So you can't talk to them about how you're feeling. So you have no one in your life to feel like you can bounce back emotions with to learn from them to like, feel through them. At some point, you're going to have such a fucking backlog of emotions that your body's going to be like, we cannot process anymore. Okay, hence amnesia, right? There's so much unprocessed emotions already happening. Your body's like, we got no more fucking space. So you can choose to feel those, let them out, and we can make more memories or like you're at capacity, right? Like it's it's like iCloud storage in your phone. At some point it gets full and they're like, oh, sorry, no more photos, no more videos. And that's basically what your mind is doing. And it can be like a phone full of memories that aren't traumatic nothing's bad is on the phone it's not like this massive virus on the phone but it's full right it's full of things unprocessed things that's basically what your psyche is doing so like having emotionally unavailable parents like that of unprocessed emotions are creating a backlog not hearing like i love you that is fucking that is traumatizing for a child to not know that you are loved do you know how fucking hard that is as an adult to work through to know that inherently you are just loved for being who you are, but not hearing it from your parents as a child. It's like, how do you unlearn that, right? And not hearing it at all makes it impossible for you to receive it as an adult, you know? And that kind of shit is traumatizing. Not being hugged, not being emotionally like connected, physically and emotionally connected to someone is traumatizing. And just because, you know, Maybe you haven't had like these super bad things like my parent was like a drug abuser, an alcoholic or physically abusive, screaming like, yes, those are fucking terrible, too. And I'm not like saying that, but like for people who are like, my life was like fine. Why can't I remember it? This is why it's because it's not a physical thing that you can compare to someone else. This is an emotional thing for you. This is a mental thing for you. This is a psychological thing where needs were not met, where things were not able to be processed and your backlog was full.
So it's not creating anymore, right? And you could be like, well, now I'm remembering things. Well, now because you're able to process the things that you're experiencing now, right? You're not shoving it in the backlog. So imagine like you have different phones, right? Like as a kid, you've got one phone. As a teen, you've got another phone. As an adult, you've got another phone. Your teen phone might be so full and have no cloud space, but your adult phone has cloud space. And then because your teen phone doesn't have cloud space, it's blocking your child phone from being able to come through as well, right? Because there are, that's like a backlog of clouds. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope this makes sense. I feel like I'm rambling a little bit, but um you know, so, and I'm just trying to get here that like, you don't have to have these crazy traumatic things to have trauma, to have your mind feel like it needs to protect itself. And if you can't remember parts of your life, there's nothing wrong with you. Your brain was just protecting itself. And, you know, it, it, it does cause trauma to not have the mental and emotional support as a kid, as a teen, um, to feel like you're very much so alone and yeah just don't compare your pain to others or put on a scale whether or not it's valid to be feeling what you're feeling or if it's even fair for you to call it trauma or to call it pain like it's your life if it bothers you if it's causing issues if it causes discomfort if it causes pain if it causes fear then that's valid enough in itself if it fucking bothers you to a level where you can say that was traumatic for me, okay, it is. doesn't matter on the grand scale of all traumas of all traumas where it might land. It doesn't fucking matter. In your life, where does it land? Is it traumatic? Yes or no. And if it was, then okay, now we can work through it, right? And you might be wondering, okay, like how then? So like I had commented in that um, that post, I said like, the way to start remembering the past when you can't remember it is to start feeling into the uncomfortable emotions that happen now because they are going to be connected to something within your subconscious, which is most likely a story that was written during those years of trauma that you are not remembering, right? Remember that backlog of all of these emotions? They're still there. They're still there. It's just like you're not even aware of them. So your body, your emotions are like a messenger from the subconscious mind of like, hey, there's something here for us to like heal, to learn from, right? And if you just try to immediately like be like, well, I'm feeling sad because work is really hard. You could be feeling sad for other reasons, right? And when you start focusing on like, okay, I feel sad today. Why do I feel sad today? And not like, let me put a, like a reason to it right away, but more of just like, okay, what, what am I feeling? Like, what is this telling me? What kind of sadness is this, right? Like there's different levels of sadness. There's like, you could be sad over missing someone. You could be sad over not standing up for yourself. You could be sad over not following, you know, goals that you set out for yourself. You could be sad over like a missed opportunity. You could be sad over things just not going well. Like there's different ways of being sad. And the only way to understand which one you're like experiencing is to like, be like, okay, I'm feeling sad. What does this feel like for me? Where is it in my body? Is it in my chest? Is it in my legs? Is it in my hands? And then you can like focus on that area of your body and you can ask your body, like, what is this telling me? Where is this coming from? What am I sad about? And 
the thing is, is the body answers much quicker than the ego mind does. So like the first thing that pops in your head, no matter how random, obscure, whatever, that is going to be it. And it's going to be fast. And then your ego is going to try to come in and be like, oh, not this. Or like, oh, I said that, right? So whatever the first thing that pops into your head, that is, that is it and run with it. Don't let like the, but wait, what about this? Because that's the ego. So I've noticed this in like sessions with clients too, is like, I'll ask. And then there's like the pause, right? And I know that the mind is taken over at that point. If there is like a five second pause before you answer, it means that the answer came up and you're trying to decide whether or not that's valid, right? Your ego is trying to decide whether that or not that makes sense based on the information that you know. Um, so when you ask your body about what it's feeling, allow the first thing to pop up to be it and don't ask questions about it. Just be like, okay, that's it. And if it's confusing for you, then jot it down and come back to it later. But don't try to change the answer that your body gave you because then you're not really getting the message, right? It's like getting a letter in the mail and then rewriting over it. So then you get whatever you wanted in the mail. So instead of a bill that says like $100 is due, you just scribble it out and write zero and you're like, we're good nothing's due and it's like you still have that bill you can't just like write over and it becomes zero dollars um and when I started doing this of just tapping into like what I was feeling now then I was able to start remembering things from the past because I was allowing the body to bring it up and I was like oh this feeling is because of this or like this feeling is reminding me of like this time in my life and I didn't remember this before and that would be my big tip, I guess, is if you are in a similar position to where like you don't remember things in your life, but you want to because you want to heal it because you know something is there holding you back. Just start feeling into the emotion and don't worry about what it means. Don't worry about the message behind it. Don't worry about where it comes from. Just focus on the feeling and not like being like, I'm going to live in this feeling, but more of like, just imagine you're like a detective, right? And your emotions on the other side and you've got your, you're sitting there and you've got like your notebook and you're like, okay, tell me what this means or where were you the night of blah, 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 right? Like you want to go towards it in like a curious manner of wanting to understand it and not being like, the detective doesn't become the accuser, right? Doesn't become the the person on the other side of the table when they're asking questions. They don't step into their shoes and like relive their their life, right? Like they're sitting on the other side and they're like, I want to get to know your motives. I want to get to know why you did what you did. And it's kind of the same thing. You want to you want to bring it up to be able to feel it, to be able to talk to it, but you don't want to feel it to become it. So there's like a difference there. And when you set the intention of like, I'm going to feel into this emotion so I can learn from it and not become it, it really does. You you kind of feel like a separation. Like it's like, I feel this, but I understand why I'm feeling it. Right. And when you understand it, it doesn't consume you. It's very different. And maybe this has been very confusing. I don't know. Uh, or maybe you're like, oh, I think I get it. Great. That's that's what this whole podcast is about, is just me sharing my experiences and maybe at some point something clicks for you and that's like all a girl can hope for. <laughs> so like if you're experiencing this, this like amnesia, this not being able to remember, this disconnect from your body of not feeling like you're actually living your life, if you're experiencing any of this in any capacity, 
whether it is the full-on dissociation like I had, or you just cannot recall memories from your childhood, know that you are not alone. And in fact, it's probably pretty common. It's just most people don't fucking talk about it. Most people don't talk about mental health. They really don't. We're getting better about it as a collective, but like overall, most people are probably not going to be like me and be like, you want to talk about trauma? Like that, like we're really friends if we're talking about that, right? Like I don't want to talk about the weather or what I do for a job to pay my bills. I want to talk about like the shit going on within, right? And most people aren't like that. And I'm well aware of that. And if I'm the first person you're experiencing who is very open about these types of things, like welcome. Um, there are more like me out there in the world and you you can feel safe to um, ask questions and to explore and to be curious about yourself because that is truly the only way you're going to heal and grow. Um, and don't get upset at yourself if you can't remember things. It's our very smart brains protecting us, okay? It's just a protective mechanism. It's like uh, the Teslas with like a driving assist, how it can like slow down on its own or step on the brakes or like whatever, right? Like it's, it's the same thing. It's just driving us along and protecting us. It's not your fault if you don't remember things. It's not your fault if you've blocked out memories. It's not your fault if you dissociated. It's not your fault. Let it go. And it's also not something that needs to be fixed because there's nothing broken about you. You are whole as you are. You just have to remember that you are. And by doing that is by bringing more of yourself online via feeling, via the emotions, right? And if you can't feel through something because you can't remember it, then just be like, this is what I'm feeling today. And I want to learn how to feel an emotion with my present emotions. And at some point, your body's going to feel safe enough to feel emotions that it's going to bring up the ones that it thought were too unsafe to feel to begin with why it was even like put into the basement to start with right you've got to like train your body and, and teach it like hey it's okay to feel emotions because look at us we're we're able to do it with the ones we're feeling now and at some point it'll start bringing up the things of the past you just the first step is making your body feel safe safe enough to do it and yeah, I think that's what I have going on. And like, you know, I, I, I started doing these things and like now I am doing so much better with my memory. I'm remembering a lot of things that are happening in my life and my memory is just so much better. Like there's still gaps and, you know, the child, childhood teen years are still pretty blank. <laughs> um, but the recent years I'm storing and the recent years I'm remembering and the recent years I'm processing and I'm keeping and it's really great to know that I have overcome these things and like I'm no longer dissociating and I'm no longer forgetting things like I am more connected in my body and more grounded. And it all started because I started doing the work of like, just feeling into what I was feeling now and asking myself what it meant and where it was coming from and letting it go and rewriting things. Um, yeah, all of the years they're coming back slowly. I am starting to get like random memories coming back and all of this to say in this 30 minute episode today, all of this to say that if you are experiencing this, it does get better and you just have to start with connecting to the now with how you're feeling now and showing your body that it's safe to feel and to be and to exist and the rest will come back.
the rest, it'll come back. And in case no one has told you this today, I am so incredibly proud of you. You're doing an amazing job, sweetie. And I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'll catch you in the next one.